Welcome to the Two Fab Femmes Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Hill and Gina Cafaso. Conversations on every topic for women to survive in this great big world. Hey, Femmes, welcome back. This is Maggie. And this is Gina. And it's been a little bit since we've done something kind of dating, huh, Gina? Yeah, it's been a little while. Well, this is going to be a good one. (laughs) Super excited to be bringing Dating, Mating, and Rating, the 2020 edition, Mm -hmm. to your doorstep. (laughs) We have a lot to talk about. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And with some fun extras, like, uh, you know, the whole COVID thing, that should oh, be interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dating in 2020. What? What a trip it's been. <laughs> right? Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you got the mating thing down, so you can talk about, you know, the mating, the mating part in 2020. still rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all my friends, most of my friends, you know, are single, so yeah. I have their stories, oh, but yeah. yeah. But first, as we do, two fat thems walked into a bar. Gina, tell me about your drink and what's been going on, girl. Gosh, I've been actually busy, which has been a good thing. So I'm not going to complain about that, you know. Yeah. So I'm starting my own thing. I'm not going to tell everyone what it is yet, but I'm starting my own thing. And it's kind of, it's so far so good. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm, I'm getting excited. Things are good. But in honor of our episode, I'm going with an old-fashioned because I kind of would like us to go back to old-fashioned ways when it comes to dating like meeting someone in a bar. No, I'm kidding. But like, you know, it's just, and COVID's kind of made it a little more where you have to really get to know someone and, and chat with them and feel comfortable with them before you meet them. But, you know, it's just, it's just been kind of a strange time. And I think there are still a lot of people that just want to move straight to sex when you first meet them. And I'm like, da. So I'm thinking, you know, the old fashioned is kind of a, a good way to go for me. I don't know. All right, cool. That's what I'm doing. How about you? Sweet, sweet. Uh, Well, so in light of the recent news, uh, you know me, I go political. In light of the recent news break about Putin paying the Taliban to kill U.S. troops Uh, and that Trump was briefed on all of it in early 2019. Hello, hashtag treason. Um, (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. I am doing a glass, if not a bottle, 19 crimes Cabernet. And... This is for the 19 plus crimes that this man seems to do every day. So in light of everything that's happening now, this should be interesting. If you are still a trumpet, Mm -hmm. then uh, please have him do something about this because right now he's calling it a hoax and that to me just speaks guilty. So I'm going to go get drunk on wine. There you go. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers to that. Right? Oh my God. Yeah, it's been, God, it's such a crazy time, lady. It just is. Oh, it's just, it's cray cray for sure. Yeah. So, uh, but excited again to let's set that aside and uh, jump into some girl boy time, girl girl time, boy boy time. <laughs> we don't judge, yeah. we don't care what you like. You're still dating, mating, and rating. Let's do this.
right. So our first topic that we're going to jump into is why would we date you? So what <laughs> women look for and why it's so hard to find it. I love that. Why would we date you? <laughs> yeah, really? Oh my God. Oh why? my God. I'm getting back to like those times when I was a little girl where I was like, oh, you have cooties. I don't think I want to get to know you. Ew. I know. Right. Ew. Right. And the boys are hitting you and because they love you so much. <laughs> yeah. It's like, really, wait. Tripping what? you wait. in the, in the playground. Yeah. Throwing sand. <laughs> yeah. Jerks. I know. <laughs> Jerks. Jerks. Yeah. All right. So number one is we think we need to settle. Oh my goodness. So yeah, that's huge. I mean, huge. just think of the word settle. I know. You know, they say, oh, it's time to settle down. Yeah. Worst words in the English. I know. It's so true. In the English dictionary. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. And I do find this like women don't have the confidence and love like they do in their careers. And I completely agree with that. I think women, we've become so self-sufficient. A lot of us like working our tails off and, and we jump into our careers you know, we're maybe limited a little bit there too, when you're dealing with a bunch of men, I'm just saying, but we're a little more confident when it comes to what we do for a living than when we jump into a relationship or start dating someone. I don't know about you, you, when you were dating, when I'm dating, I question myself constantly. Like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't address that way. Maybe I need to do something to my hair. Like, it's like these kind of things. And you start to doubt yourself. And I was like, Whoa, I need to stop, 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 because I don't want to settle. And so, you know, like I think they can settle for a man just because they've shown interest. And I, I don't want to be that person anymore. Like I've done that. Well, I'm guilty. I'm going to be honest. I think all of that is just human nature. Yeah. Um, I think even guys do that. Like, well, you know, what if I didn't, what if I, what if, what if, but in terms of this, and we are talking about the women's point of view. Yes. I agree with this 100%. I also think it's a sense of convenience. Ah, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, you've got this guy and hey, yeah, oh, okay. He, yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm worried about my career and I'm working on that. So I really don't have time to go shopping for anyone else. And he seems really nice. So I think I'll just go with that. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? it's true. And I think yeah. you get to a state where you're so comfortable that it just becomes a comfort thing. And even if you're not really happy in that relationship, because like you said, you know, it's just like, I don't have the energy or the time and I don't want to go out there and start searching again, that they not only get compliant, but they get comfortable. Like, it's just like, oh, okay, this is comfortable. I don't really, you know, think I want to do anything else. And even if, again, like I've had a few friends that are super miserable in their relationships, but they're so comfortable, they're afraid to get out of it. Yeah. Next thing you know, 10 years have gone by. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> we haven't well, had sex in two years. Yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. There's your number one. Yeah. Once it was two months, yeah. you should have started questioning back then. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, you know, I, I'm with you. Oh, Lordy. I'm with you. And number two, we think we need to impress a date. And Ooh. I think that goes back to what Gina was saying. You know, how's my hair? How do I know what I'm talking about? Am I, you know, does, is he impressed with me in general leading with trying to impress men? <clears throat> you know, I think women are going to be stuck working hard for that men's validation. And I have so many friends that truly need to be validated by men. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing to me. Yep. These are beautiful women and I just don't understand it. But you know, that's the complete opposite of like a healthy self-esteem, right? Right, right. Like, hey, if he likes me, he likes me. If he doesn't, screw you, I'll move on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, to have to work that hard to be appreciated is just not 
the thing to do. So it's that whole, instead of like trying to seek that external validation, just show up for a date. Like you've got nothing to prove because you've already proved it to yourself. You know what I mean? Agreed. You know, women in that same, you know, type of need for that validation. It's just unbelievable. Oh Oh, yeah. I totally agree with that. It's so interesting because I think it's a societal pressure too, that women have to be at a certain level. We got to look a certain way. We got to act a certain way to attract a man. And I think that's been, I, I think it's maybe shifting a little bit. And I think it has in the last four years, maybe shifted where we don't have to be this delicate little flower that has to, you know, have this man come in, swoop us up and take care of us. I mean, don't get me wrong. It'd be great to have a partner and great to be able to share things with. But I think women, it's a societal pressure. I think it's always been that way, that we have to be a certain way in order to attract a man. And men can just do what they want and it doesn't matter. So it, you know, I think it is, again, it's shifting. And I think there's a lot of good men out there. I'm not going to say there's not, but I think, you know, especially when you're dating, it's so hard to, because you're kind of seeking that validation to make sure that, you know, well, first off that you're, you know, compatible with each other. But I think, again, women go the extra mile. Like women are the ones that, you know, before a date, they, you know, get their hair done. They do their nails. They make sure they pick out the right outfit. They do this. And I don't think men appreciate that. I don't think men realize how much work it goes in to just even going on a first date. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, my, my first, I guess, kind of date with Jim, we met for a beer after work Mm -hmm. and I went straight to the place after work unbeknownst to me, he shows up in completely different clothes. He's been showered and shaved and shows up. I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. He goes, well, you know, I, I I wanted to go home and, and get ready. I'm like, are you joking? I mean, I was so tickled. I bought like every appetizer. I just want to feed this guy. I was so appreciative. So, so there are some of those guys out there that, that definitely do it. that. But in, for, you know, and of course I've, I've dated, hello, you don't just find someone and go, Hey, um, but definitely have those guys that are like, you know what, I'm showing up in a shitty shirt and you know, and that I will absolutely call out in a, in a New York minute. Uh, so I, I totally agree. And it's, and it's really funny because, and you know, and I, and I want to make this clear. It's not that, if you're going out and you're getting your hair done and all of this stuff, this doesn't make you weak. This makes you, you know, genuinely wanting to impress somebody that you're about to date, whether it's your first date or your fifth. We do the right. same thing when we have happy hour with the girls. It's not a matter of, you know, you need to feel good. So yeah. that's all great. That We're not saying don't do that. Don't show up like a slob. And if it doesn't like me, then so what? Right, right. You know, but but there's a point where if you're wearing something and he says, well, I, I think that would be a lot better if you did this and you actually did it or whatever it is. Like, I yeah. think you had someone at your house going, uh, what's that? And why is that there? And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and you were like, right. screw you. <laughs> Get <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm like, there's the door. Don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out. Right. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. <laughs> exactly. But it's true, you know, and, and so yeah. that's where you make a choice. Yeah. Is it you or are you going to become this doormat? 
Right, right. Well, and number three, this is kind of good to jump into. We aren't aware of our energies. And I think this is huge. I think this is so huge because it is sexy when a man is aware of his masculine and feminine side. I mean, I like that. I I like a guy who kind of knows how to take care of himself and, you know, and also can be empathetic to a woman and just feel that like, and you can sense that energy. I mean, I've, well, we'll talk about that later, but I've sensed a lot of the other side of that energy. <laughs> so oh anyway, but if you want to be a strong and successful woman, you can attract a man who has got his shit together. You know, it doesn't have to be where you're the strong woman and you're attracting these men who just want you to provide for them. I mean, you can attract a strong man. You know, I really believe that. And some oh women enjoy the situation, you know, of where they have to take care of them. I personally don't, but a lot of women do. But, you know, like, I don't want to leave the relationship. I want it either to be equal or I want the man to kind of take a step, you know, and, you know, but I want him to also be empathetic with what I'm going through and what I'm doing. Absolutely. And I mean, in a nutshell, women cut your balls off because, you know, yeah, it's one thing in in business, but a man wants to date you because you're a woman. It's okay to be feminine. It's okay. And, and, and we're saying men. Okay. So, you know, again, we talked about, whatever your pleasure is in your life, but there's always the masculine and there's always the feminine without question. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you need to bring that feminine energy. Should that be your role? I've, I, oh my God, you know who that reminds me of Gina and you know her, and I'm not going to say her name on, on air here, but um, when we used to work at our old uh, company, that one Mm -hmm. gal, right? The numbers girl. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and she used to come to me like pissed off, like, what? Well, now they're not talking to me. What I do now? And I'm like, cut your balls off. You always say that. Lo and behold, you know, she's like, okay, I cut my balls off and this is what happened. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because that's the thing, because a guy doesn't want a woman who's just like ball buster, doesn't want it. I mean, like, you know, I mean, you have to be like, and I agree, like, you know, be passionate about what you do, you know, yeah, but you don't have to carry that into a relationship. You got to kind of take a step back a little bit and just be more, a little more feminine. I know that sounds kind of like women are being like, "Ah, I'm going to be who I am. I don't care. It's not changing who you are. It's just kind of honing into what you really want in a relationship not, you know, this is not a business transaction. This is someone that if you care about them, you want to build a relationship with them. So it's a little different. It's, you know, you have to kind of like, it's hard for women, I think, to compartmentalize. I think men do a brilliant job of that. I think women have a hard time doing that. Well, and I think that segues really nicely because you're absolutely right. Number four is we don't know what we want. Right. So essentially what, you know, what Gina's saying, and, and the fact is a fact you've got to narrow your list down maybe to three non-negotiables. Okay. Like uh, no matter what, these are three non-negotiables. Otherwise your expectations become unrealistic if you're going in with a whole arm list, but you know, three. So if you want them to be tall and you know, this or that, or doesn't smoke and you know, wants kids. All right, Mm -hmm. cool. That's great. Don't suddenly make it like, okay, oh, he does smoke. Wow. Oh, and he doesn't want kids. Well, all right, I'm going to settle. No, don't throw your non-negotiables to the wind. They are out there. So determine what you really want and help define the kind of relationship that you want to attract because that's how it's going to happen. 
Yeah, it's so true. And I know like when I was younger, everyone's like, make a list. So you make this list of like 30 attributes <laughs> that you want. And I look back at that because I, I found a list recently, which was so funny. And I was reading it going, yeah, no, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. And I was like, these are like the three to five that I really want in a partner. And it was, it's just really short and direct. I mean, of course, you know, you can have a little more than that if you want. But again, like I agree, like three most important attributes are what you need to narrow it down to. Yeah. It just makes it easier. Totally. So it makes it easier because God knows it's not easy out there. <laughs> so anyway. anyway, so number five is we're held back by our beliefs. Oh, this is a big one. This is a big one. So stop thinking there's something wrong with you. I am so guilty of this. I am so guilty of this. And I know so many other women are, even though we tell each other like, no, it's not you, it's them. And you know, you go through this thing, you still have those feelings of self-doubt. Like you're not maybe attractive enough. You're not, you know, smart enough. It's just, you start to do it to yourself and you start to unravel because you're doing it to yourself versus believing that you are who you are. And there's a reason for that. And, you know, like if you believe all men are intimidated by strong, successful women, then that's exactly the kind of man you're going to keep attracting. Oh, that I I believe 100%. Yeah. I'm all about what you put out is going to come right back in. Yeah. I don't think I've ever felt that sense of, trust me, I have my insecurities for show. But I don't think I've ever felt like, oh my God, he's not going to like me. I'm ugly or, you know what I mean? Or like, right. you know, I, yes, yes. On the, you know, oh man, I, I put on 10 pounds. He's going to hate me, blah, blah, blah. But not to the debilitating point of, right. you know, really being uh, like really holding back on that. I, I don't, that's really, that's a terrible. Well, it's crazy because I know be. a lot of really stunningly beautiful women who constantly doubt themselves. Well, the most and beautiful it, women in the world are the most yeah, insecure. Yeah. And it just is so, I mean, it's, you know, like, I don't know. I think if you keep telling yourself there's something wrong with you, you're going to start believing it. And I completely agree with that. So, you know, if these women keep telling themselves, I am just not good enough to find a mate or whatever it is, you're going to start believing that and that you got to get out of that mindset. I really believe you got to get out of that mindset. Legit. And again, segueing perfectly. Number six, we haven't learned to love ourselves first. Um, I'm, I, for me, I, I don't know if it's ego or what, but I love myself. (laughs) Right now, I, you know, I put on 10 pounds and the whole thing and I'm this and I that. This morning I woke up with a swollen eye. God, I hope oh. it's not a sty. And I still look in the mirror and go, damn, your hair looks hot today. Like, <laughs> it's terrible. I don't know if it's terrible or not. No, but. it's not terrible. More women should be like that where you wake up and really like, regardless of, you know, like just look in the mirror and say, you know what, damn it, girl, you, you look hot. You know what I mean, to be able to do that. I think that's, that's huge. That's huge. Now, I, when I get to the point of stepping out of the shower and going, damn, you look hot, I'm home. But that has not happened yet. That's when I run into my closet, hide in the dark and put something on. But anyway, in the interim, no. <laughs> I love it. No, but a lot, of, a lot of women feel like they, they have, you know, they have to give and, and give just to feel worthy. And, and I think that's a really sad place to be. Yeah. I think once they realized that they are enough on their own, by the way, you know, yes, like this really right. is a, an epiphany to them. And, you know, when they, when they take out everything around them, it's not the material things. It's not, you know, what you do. It's not, you are valuable period. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it's not that a man falls in love with you because you've led so many meetings and you've been on TV and you've traveled the world and speak five languages now. Well, why not? I, well, okay. yeah, so I was going to say, you know, now he's falling in love with the package, but right. who you are, you, you could be 12 amazing things, but if you're a racist asshole, that's the one thing that you, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, yeah. there's going to be right. that one thing. You know, it's like when your mom used to tell you, it's just as easy to fall in love with a rich man as a poor man. And I'm like, no, because the rich man, it's not so much the money he has, it's the ambition of who he is. Yeah. And that's what I fall in love with. Right. You know, it's not what you have now, it's how you got it and what, what, where it's going to take us in the future. Right. Uh, well, you know, it's interesting too. My brother who's worked on these high-end car shows, he said the most rich men that he's met at these events and he's met like billionaires, he said they're, they're the most humble guys because they've already hit it. They've already made it. And now they're just living their lives. And, and he said, they're super humble. He said the ones that are struggling to get there who are almost there, but not quite there are the ones that you got to look out the for. The class A assholes. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, it's funny. Yeah. Those guys, the, the, billionaire chill dudes are the ones that are in shorts and flip-flops and, yeah you know exactly. a really Jeans expensive and a t-shirt yeah but yeah a very expensive t-shirt but yeah. a t-shirt nonetheless or there's always that one thing that's on them you know that oh you've got many but you're yeah. you're super chill and you're cool I love that that's yeah. you know to me that is the essence that is, you know, the most, the most attractive. And if women could be that, you know, just chill, just be you, just be cool and just have that essence. Well, that's, you know, again, like, because if you can't love, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. Really? You can't. I mean, that's number seven right there. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So you have to change the narrative. That's the thing. You got to change it because what's going on in your head that, you know, you're telling yourself that you're never going to find love, that you're never going to be enough and you're never going to be this, you're going to start living that versus just embracing who you are, enjoying what you do and just putting that out there and putting your energy out there. That's what attracts the right guy. And whether or not it happens when you're in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, your sixties, for God's sakes, that's what it takes. You got to be good in who you are. Oh, really agreed. Do. And this whole, you know, you complete me. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Nobody right. should complete you. It's, right. you know, you are the gift that you give to yourself in your life and he's a bonus gift. Yeah. And that's sure. how, you know, you should really approach things. I I just think this segment was just so, so important because you're really talking about you first. And I think this whole segment really is the first step. Yeah, absolutely. So our next segment, Gina, this is a good one. Yeah. What women look for in a partner? (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) This should be good. Um, uh, what you we gotta look for, what we find are two different things, but you know, <laughs> it's true, true. so number one, and it, it, I I'm surprised that this is number one, because I would look for something as in a different order, but yeah, faithfulness, mm-hmm. like do me a favor, unless you're going into an open relationship and those are out there and Hey, Godspeed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, it's, it's faithfulness. Like, look, yeah. if you want to date me, date me. If you want to date her, date her. Yeah. But don't, don't even, you know, come back to my house because I, that's not something I'll, I'll 
deal with. That's right. me. Now, some people are okay with it, but that's me. Um, right. but, but I guess more than eight out of 10 women, like 84% of women, 85% of women, something like that rated faithful to me as one of their top 10 wow. attributes that they find sexy in a man. And I agree. Yeah. I think that's very sexy. Yeah. Um, number one in this particular segment, I don't know. There's some yeah, other stuff, but well, you know, what's interesting to me too. Like when is the level of faithfulness? Is it when you are in a committed relationship? Is it when you start dating? Because when you start dating no. more than likely, you know, they may be dating more than one woman and, you know, and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so, I think once you get past the window shopping and you walk into yeah. the store and you try it on and now you're sleeping together and all that stuff, I think once you go into that physical and, and we've talked about this before, Gina, the talk, yeah. right? Right. You don't have to sit somebody down and go, let's have this talk. <laughs> we need to talk. Yeah. Let's talk. Um, yeah, no, I get it. But you, you got to get it out there for sure. But yeah. no, oh. I, I disagree. Like once we start dating now, yeah. What do you, you think? Until you've had, well, I agree with that. I think the one thing that kind of relates to this though, if you're just dating someone and you happen to catch them with someone else or they're talking to someone else and they deny it, that's the issue I have. Like, don't deny it. Just be honest and say, oh yeah, you know, I've been dating this girl. Cause if at, at that point, if you're not in a committed relationship, you don't really owe the person a full on explanation. You can do what you want, but at least be honest about it. Like don't lie about it, especially in the time of COVID when who knows who that person's been around and you don't know. And if you're, if you're seeing each other and you've been in each other's homes because COVID, you can't really go anywhere. Well, you couldn't when this whole thing started, you know, I think honesty is a big part of that. Well, I think so, that's the first red flag. Like if they yeah. did lie about it and you found out you shouldn't date them anyway, just because exactly that whole right. number one faithfulness, you'll never get it. Yeah. You just well, never I had that situation happen with me where I met a guy right before this whole thing really kicked off and we had so much in common. It was so uncanny how much we had in common. And so I liked him as a person. Like I wasn't quite sure about a relationship with him or if it was going to lead to anything, but as a person, we could really connect and we had so much in common. And then I cooked him dinner one night and the next day he calls me, but he accidentally butt dialed me. He was literally on uh, chatting with a woman who was coming into his house and I could hear the whole conversation. And I was thinking, and at first I'm saying his name and I'm like, uh, what's happening here? And then I hear her voice and then I hear him talking this really seductive kind of voice to her. And I thought, oh crap. And so I hang up the phone and I text him right away. I said, you accidentally butt dialed me. And the funny part is, Later that night, like literally maybe six hours later, I get a text. Oh, I'm just getting this now. I said, yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> right. And he denied it. That's because denied you've been getting it thing. for six hours and then yeah, you got right. my message. <laughs> yeah, right. But he denied the whole thing. I'm like, I, I heard it. It's not like you can't deny that. And I just said, I go, check your outbound calls. And so then he came back and texted me. Well, that wasn't meant for you. You think? Um, <laughs> duck. Hence the word butt dial, Dumas. <laughs> God, I was like, okay. So, but I loved how he was trying to turn it around on me. Like that wasn't meant for you to hear too bad. You heard it, but you shouldn't have heard it, but I did hear it. And that's it. I mean, and it didn't matter to me that he was on a date with someone else. I thought it was a little weird because hearing that seductive voice of his kind of made me want to vomit just saying, but I, I was just be honest and say, yeah, I was on a date. Sorry. You know, and then the next day or a couple of days later, I get a text. So you don't want to be friends. No, I'm good. I'm good. Ew. 
Yeah, I don't I don't go on dating apps for friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you it's meet just, him on a dating app? No, actually, he tracked me down on Facebook. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right, well. Still. So there's a lot of guys doing that now, just so you ladies know. Like, they're going on Facebook and looking at their friends who may have friends that they might be attracted to, and then they reach out to you, and they seem very sweet and innocent, but you got to be careful. Dude, I get a shit ton of requests from dudes on Facebook. Yes. Me too. And it's like, who are you friends with? Because I'll, I'll, I'll delete it in a second. And yeah. if it's, oh, I'm friends with three people, and they, those are girls that I'm not super close to, you know what I mean? But, right. but we're friends. I won't allow them in. If it's part of my La Jolla posse, then yeah, totally. Yeah. But right. it's so weird. Like, yeah. What are you yeah, doing? I've been Ew. Up a lot lately, and I was like, and, you know, and I'm thinking, I don't know them though. I had never even met these men. That's never the met them. Never yeah. met them. And by the way, go look in the mirror. What makes you think I'm gonna go? Right? Because yeah. it's like <laughs> I hate to say that, and it's not that I'm oh she's drop dead gorgeous, but I do happen to have a pretty damn good picture on yeah. my default. <laughs> Thanks to Laura. My, you know what Thanks I mean? Thanks to Laura Bravo Mertz. Like, the, seriously. <laughs> damn good picture so what yeah. makes you think that that picture is gonna date you sorry not yeah. sorry but oh <laughs> my god it makes me laugh it makes yeah. me laugh it really does uh it's just crazy oh yeah and then there's dependability so it's kind of a cliche we get that but there's a you know but women are looking for a guy who's not afraid to commit and there's so many men out there who are just afraid to commit and there could be really rational reasons why they're afraid to commit but you know three out of four women that's about 75%, that is 75%, say they look for a man who's good at follow through. And that's so big. It is so big. It, it, they, you know, it's just showing that they're responsible. And that's a big thing. And showing that they'll go, they'll go that little extra step. You know, and that's a positive sign. I think when men ghost you or if a man, you know, like butters you up to the point where you're like, oh, this could be something. And then you meet and then maybe you go on a couple of dates and it gets all hot and heavy and then it's dead. You don't want a guy like that because he's afraid of commitment. That's what it is. He's just afraid of commitment. And it yeah. could have been that he was burned by his ex-wife or his ex-girlfriend, but that's not your fault. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. And it's not your fault. That's the thing. I think women just, I think we give men a lot of passes like, oh, okay, I get it. He's this, he's that. And I've even done that where I've texted someone like, okay, I get it. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I don't, I don't need to do that. I don't need to tell him that I get where he's coming from because, you know, I, it, it, to be like you said, I really don't care. If you don't want to date me and you don't want to show that extra step toward Toodaloo. me, then yeah, I'm out. I'm out. It's true that. And, you know, number three, kindness. So yes. <laughs> when we were younger, Gina, I'm sorry. I don't know what, what we girls think, but we yeah. always felt for like that bad boy type, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. You know, I think so it was true. the movies like Grease or, oh, yeah. you know, you, you wanted like that bad boy. Valley type. Girl. Remember Valley Girl? Like oh, that was like this. Like, Nicholas yeah. Cage, he was like the bad boy that everyone wanted. He had the bad boy with the heart of gold, you know, totally. that kind of thing. Yeah. But 67% of women said they were turned on by kindness. So kindness is, it, it really is a big one. It, I yeah. think it shows a guy's superior confidence. I just think if a guy can be just a sweet guy who treats women well, you have nothing to prove. This macho crap has got to go. I think it's a wonderful place to be. And you know what? 
it's going to get you laid because at the end of the day, you know, if you're out at dinner and you treat the waitress well, or you tip right. well, and you know what I mean? That's big. Yeah. You know, being nice is okay. Yeah. I think a lot of men though have equated kindness to weakness and it's not the case. No, it's not, not the case. case. Not so I think all. that's huge. I Agreed. think kindness is big. And then kind of on top of that, moral number four is moral integrity. Oh yeah. So 66% of women believe that if you have the guts to tell the truth, you'll have the guts to be a good caring partner over the long haul. So like my butt dialer, not yeah. really showing me a lot of integrity, not showing me that he has a good moral compass, like not showing much empathy for a woman who he's actually spent time with, who catches him with another woman and he acts like, oh, well, that I don't appreciate. Yeah. You know, like oh no. no. He's, yeah. he's not, he's a douche. Yeah. 100%. You know, and yeah. if to, to have to lie about that, particularly so early on, you're just an right. idiot. You know what yeah. I mean? Like seriously, yeah. he's, he's, he's a done deal. Yeah. So you got to be a little careful too, being too, too honest. Like you have to show a little empathy there. Cause I think, you know, men think, well, if I'm going to show integrity, I just need to be brutally honest. And there's a, you know, I think women don't really respond well to when you're brutally honest. Yeah. Your ass you need... is fat. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. In today's age, that's a compliment. (laughs) I love that. That's so true. But that's the thing. Like, I think there's a way to do it. I don't think all men have mastered that. I think they feel like, well, you want me to be honest? I'm going to be honest. Well, yeah, but you got to draw a line somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Hence the word moral. Like, not moron. Like, you know, get get with it. And number five, I love this, Gina, fatherliness. And I've always said this, there is nothing sexier than a really good dad. Oh my God. You know, when you're out there and you see a guy with holding his little baby and just cuddling, I don't care what that guy looks like. That is one sexy dude. And, you know, being a good dad or even having the potential to become one is about being a good role model and being patient and caring. I'll tell you, those are qualities that over half of the women want in a partner. Yeah. You know, seriously. Now we're not looking for daddy issues, chick. Okay. This is (laughs) not what we're talking about. It's not for us. (laughs) Tell her about your favorite niece or nephew or, you know, somebody that you're mentoring or mentoring at work, or if you are a big brother or something like that. I'm telling yeah. you what, mm-hmm, that's hot. Yeah. hot. And you know, for divorced men that have kids too, if a woman sees how caring you are for their children, that's a total turn on. It's just, I mean, it's just showing that you care about your kids and Legit. you're just there for them and you get it. You know, it's funny though, on the flip side of that, I mean, I sense there's a lot of men out there who are empathetic for their kids and for themselves, but not necessarily for women. And that just, to me, it has to be, you have to be able to be empathetic across the board. Like Agreed. You know, talking about like, yeah, like your favorite niece or nephew or employer mentoring, all that. It shows that you have a, you're well-balanced, which is very cool. So what do you look for in a partner, Gina? Oh, God. keep it brief. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Should I throw out my list? Hold on. Let me get my list at 30. Oh, no. uh, I just well, heard you know the scroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I, I've gotten, like, I've had different iterations of what I'm looking for right now. Breathing is good. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I just, uh, someone who's honest, like I like the moral integrity thing. I think that's big. I think that's number one for me. I think kindness is another. And I think just, just secure in themselves where they're in their professional life or in their life in general, just that they're secure in who they are. I'm attracted to that too. So 
talking about how we have to love ourselves and do that before you can love someone else. I'm kind of getting back into that because I've been hurt a lot in the last, I would say even the last four years by people that I trusted or I thought were good people and they turned around and hurt me. So I'm not, I'm trying to get out of wallowing in that and, and get back into what I am like about myself and what I'm looking for. So well, that's I'll tell you, I'm that's just on. called evolution. And I think yeah. that it's really healthy to evolve because, you know, if you, if, if I stuck with the same list I had when I was 20, I'd be screwed. Like, yeah. <laughs> honestly, right. because it was so superficial and shallow, but you know, like for me, I'm really surprised on this list that, um, you know, looks wasn't on it. I, I really oh, am. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's I, true. I personally don't like drop dead gorgeous men. I, my husband is very attractive. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but that's, that wasn't my attraction to him. Like for me, my number one thing I look for is like sheer communication. Cause I think if somebody is willing to sit down with you and just shoot the shit about whatever yeah. comes organically to the table and spends that time doing it, that is, I, I really need that intellectual connection. And then oh, after true. that comes everything else. So what do you do? Yeah, I love that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and no, but really it's, it's that it's, and for me, yeah, looks wouldn't have been on the list either, but I am really surprised that looks wasn't yeah. on the list. I know that it's is interesting. A little bizarre, but yeah. Okay. Cause I remember like when I was younger too, he had to be tall, he had oh. to have blonde hair, blue eyes, you oh. know, he had to, he had to have big, nice arms, you know, like, looking back going, like I had the whole thing. I grew up in La Jolla. Right. What do you want? I had want? to have a tattoo. <laughs> you know, I like the tattoos at that point. Now I'm like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> mm, I love ink. I love yeah. ink. My husband doesn't have not a drop of ink, but yeah. I do, you know, if you've got a strategically placed tat, uh, it's kind yeah. of I'm trying to talk yeah. him into one. <laughs> <laughs> Love he it. loves Harleys and he's a PGA golfer. So I, I, I have this idea and he likes it, but oh. we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I like it. I don't know. Jim's going for a tat. Gotta love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh goodness. I love it. So now we're going to move into the top five personality traits Uh-oh. that we look for. <laughs> So number one, and this is number one, I don't know if we necessarily agree it's number one, but we'll go for it. Sense of humor. Oh, 100%. 100% agree with that. Yes. So 77% of women want a man who makes them laugh because obviously like right now specifically too, it's such a stressful time in this world. So if you have a partner that makes you laugh and helps you get beyond you know, all your troubles in your life or what you're stressing out with at work, or if you have children, what you're stressing out about your kids and all this, if someone makes you laugh and kind of brings you back down to just have that pure humor with that person. I love that. I love love that. And I'll tell you what I, number two is intelligence. Um, and I was talking about that in the last segment, in my opinion, humor is huge for me. And I think Mm -hmm. it takes an intelligent man to pull it off. So that is, to me, that should be a blend, but yeah, a worldly interesting guy. And you know, you, you didn't have to travel the world already. It's okay. You know, but at least to have the ambition of wanting to, or, or be open to talking about it and learning. I think, I think bringing a lot of experience to the table and remaining teachable, that type of intelligence number one turn on for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. 
I love that. And men who are like with intelligence too, like if they're problem solvers, they help kind of women feel secure. Sometimes women are like, I got this. You don't need to help me. But men are those kind of people where they're always looking for solutions. I think they're oh. always looking to figure out how to solve the problem. That's so relevant, Gina. Yeah. So and that's relevant. who they are. It's innate in them. I mean, I think they're kind of in, inbred to be that way. Like, you know, and I think women need to understand that too. You know, you may not want his advice right then and there, but that's what his brain goes to. Yep. He's trying to solve that issue for you. Agreed. Yeah. And I like oh, number three. I know. Passion. Mm, this is a big one. I think. <laughs> so it's, you know, 46% of women like displays of passion because they're not accustomed to seeing them from their men. That's sad though, that they're not accustomed to seeing it. Yeah. That's a bummer. You know, even getting passionate about something you enjoy or you like, you know, even barbecuing for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah. Just Our passion, habitat for humanity. passion overall, like yes yeah. in the bedroom. This is yes, how I, I thought of it the moment I saw it. I know, me too. <laughs> but passion for, you know, life and something that you love and all of that. I love that. Yeah, me too. That's hot. Yeah, and it's proof that you just care for and about something beyond yourself, which is a big thing. And isn't that, yeah, thing. isn't that the most relevant part? Yeah. And number four, confidence. And again, these, the first three things on this list it takes number four to yeah. really display all of those. A man who feels secure in his own skin makes the woman uh, he's with feel secure, just like you said. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, being able to show up at a party, like if you are, I'm, I'm an extrovert. So I love going to parties and I'll circle the room and I'm, you know, that's just who I am. I love to learn and meet people. If mm -hmm. you've got a guy who can handle himself in an un unfamiliar situation or something, that's pretty hot. Super you know, sexy. that's oh, yeah. so sexy. Yeah. And, you know, and, and in that case, you're kind of telling your girl or telling us that, you know, we don't need to fear anything like you, you, you're good. Right. 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 So relevant. We're not here to babysit you. Yeah, right. Security is huge. And, and, that and I think there's some men maybe that initially when they're first meeting your friends or family or whatever, they might be, uh, you know, first step, a little shy. You know, oh, that's different. That. Yeah, I think yeah. that's just human nature. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The shyness yeah. is, a, is all part of confidence too because you're confident enough to show that, yeah, oh my God, I'm going to meet your parents. We're yeah, talking right. about the guy that's like, I, I, I don't, I don't want to go to that party. I... <laughs> Uh, I, I, you know, should I, yeah, right. I'd rather I... stay at home and watch Netflix. Right. Yeah, no. No, yeah, don't knock true. it, but yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah really. Oh my God. That, that reminds That's me a different of night. I told my daughter recently uh, when Jim had his, his crazy hours, when we started this whole COVID thing, and she's like, so what'd you do last night when Jim was working all night? I says, Oh, you know, I did Netflix and chill. She goes, mom, Netflix and chill is like not what you're thinking. I'm like, what does that mean? I was chilling watching Netflix. She's like, mom, that's like a sexy dating thing. I'm like, oh, shut up. Like, are you sure? <laughs> I had no idea. That's so funny. It's like, it can mean different things to different oh my people. God. Come on. I, it was, I was like, ugh, I just can't. Anyway, I'm all about Netflix and chill. With yeah. or without my man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, that's great. I love it. Well, the last one, number five, is generosity. And this is also really big. And it doesn't mean like taking you to a fancy restaurant. Well, it could, but it, it doesn't does. always mean that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's, yeah, I mean, in our case, yes, that would help. That would help a little, yeah. But it also means just willing to give, give time and lend an ear and a shoulder maybe if you need one. You know, that's kind of more what we're talking about. But it's also showing that they're not just about themselves only. It's totally. giving, like, that they're willing to kind of expand a little bit and put you 
you know, on their priority list, maybe not necessarily the top one if they have children, but we get that. But, you know, put you on at least the top five, uh, kind of, you know, to me, that's what that means. To totally me. agree. And generosity and being open to stuff. I think yeah. also because you're you're being generous to what that person wants to do. So, you know, they mentioned this four-star restaurant. Me, I love a good five-star, but <laughs> I love a good dive bar. So, you know, it's all about being open to starting out at a five-star and ending your night at a dive bar, right? Yeah, you know, right. Somebody who's open to that, I think that's a very generous way of living. So uh, okay. I think this is a good one for sure. I know, me too. Um, what's, what kind of personality trait do you super dig in a boy? Oh, goodness. Well, all the five are pretty awesome. Right? But I would say, yeah, I mean, right. I think intelligence is big for me, but the sense of humor, I mean, again, those kind of align to me. They're kind of the same kind of thing. I think it's a way a guy carries himself too, if he seems really confident and he's just just naturally kind of just fun to be around. I, I feed off that. I feed off people's energy quite a bit. So for me, like if they're just really comfortable in their own skin and they just show it Strat. and they're just easy to be around, that to me is big. Yeah. They're trying too hard or if they don't give a shit at all. And they're just like, like recently I, well, I've been on two different dates. One where a guy was trying way too hard and it was just such a turnoff because it wasn't natural. And one where the guy could give two shits. And that was, that was terrible too, because it wasn't, neither one were engaging for me. I just, the first one kind of just wore me out. The second one, I was like, I don't have the energy for this. I'm not even going to try, you know? So that to me showed that I don't want that. I want someone who's just comfortable in their skin. That's it. Yeah. That's really it. How about you? For me, uh, spontaneity. Oh, that's big. And, and there's stuff in here, you know, again, with the generosity thing, just being open to stuff. Um, and I already covered it, you know, the, the communication and intelligence and all that stuff, but overall be open to just dropping your plans and doing something else or nothing yeah. at all. You know, spontaneity right. is huge for me. Yeah. Now our next segment is dating and being in a relationship during COVID. So, you know, Ooh. if you're dating someone or if you're already in a relationship when the world shut down, this should be good. Hey, yeah. we, <laughs> we did a couple of episodes on this already, um, yes. but you know, we're, we're going to kind of reiterate a few things here. So now that we've been through the full, a full cycle of COVID, right? Three yes, months. So oh my goodness. Four months. I know. Uh, yeah. Number one, don't force yourself to use dating apps right now. It's Big like, one. hi, you know, yes. I have a friend who, you know, I'll text her and she'll be like, oh my God, I just got off the best FaceTime date with this guy I met on an app. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what was involved in this FaceTime date? No, I don't want to know. No, yeah. like, don't tell me. Like, really? I, it's crazy. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, if dating apps don't fit into your life right now, then just don't force it. Just take some time right, off. Right. Yeah, it's very and true. It should be easier, yeah. you know, to date since people aren't, you know, since they're under lockdown. And, and right now they're not so much. Our time is freed up a little bit. But yeah, don't get comfortable because I think we're headed back to where we came from here. Um, yeah. But yeah. You know, if things shut down again, maybe that's time to sort of take a little time off and regroup and all that good stuff. Right, right. And number two is embrace the real you. So now that salons are finally opening up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Women can get back to their 
real hair color (laughs) and their their nails, getting their toes and nails done and maybe a little Botox here and there. (laughs) God, no kidding. Yeah. Because I think creating a dating profile during that was maybe a little challenging, just, just, you know, to be (laughs) quite honest, but you know, and your image means a lot to you women for women, their image means a lot to them. I mean, I think you and I can relate to that. So, you know, you want to create a profile with your best face yeah. forward. And not a face and mask and bushy push. eyebrows. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> face mask and unibrow. I think a lot of Ooh, us she's had hot. to go back to- Her yeah. name is Helga. <laughs> I think a lot of us have had to go back to like, you know, like figuring out, oh crap, I got to dye my own roots and oh no, I got to do this. Right? My husband said to me I got to do my day, own pedicure? Because I haven't gone to get a pedicure manicure yet. God, I really should. But know, and mine here too. just opened up last Friday. He goes, So what color polish is on your toes? I'm like, that's it. Like it's so <laughs> nasty. It's like it's like brown. <laughs> I am dying. It's time. He's like, so it's babe, very time. Um, <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh, that's a good but one. We're all yeah. like a higher standard too. So being under lock lockdown was not very convenient for us. I'm just saying. well, but how <laughs> but, sad that they're saying to embrace the real you. If you saw the real me, you know, <laughs> Laura Bravo Mertz couldn't even make that hot. <laughs> it ain't good. We should go to her now. Can we do a photo shoot now? I oh. photo shoot. She'd be like, get out. <laughs> yeah. We walk in. She's like, oh, we need a lot of help with hair and makeup oh, here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And you smell. So do me a favor. <laughs> That's terrible. Number so three. Ourselves. And you We're and just, I are just, just saying this right now. Be honest yeah. and direct. <laughs> We, no, don't I don't, <laughs> we don't care how ugly we are on microphone. Okay. Right now we yeah. have a face for radio, but it's okay. <laughs> we do not get out of here. Get Girl, out. well, my toes for radio. I'm telling you, <laughs> Jim was not kidding, but Zoom, Skype, FaceTime. These are all the new coffee date. Oh, yeah. I would call it a cocktail date. Yeah. yeah. I'd have like a glass of wine or something. But if yeah. you feel chemistry on a video chat, I think that's big. Like, yeah, I think- it, again, it's kind of going back to the old school kind of way where you got to kind of get to know someone. I mean, obviously you're seeing them. So I think men too, I, I think there's a lot of women too that are physical, like they need to see, like I'm one of those people I need to see and I need to be involved and get that chemistry going because on paper you could be fantastic. But when I meet you, if there's no chemistry, forget it. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. 2D so think- for me, like your yeah. picture, because look at me on Facebook. That's a great default picture. Do I really look like that? I'm not telling. But anyway, (laughs) but yeah, no. You do, get out. But but, but, but at the end of the day, it's like anybody could look like something in a picture. It's so true. I need moving pictures. I need moving pictures. I need you to be in front of me. I'm the same way. And by the way, this happened to you. If a man asks you to come over at 10 p.m., even at the time of quarantine, (laughs) sure. Yeah, I know that. Oh my God. That's another one of my stories. So this guy who I, okay. So he connected with me on a dating app. I would say like almost two years ago, maybe, or maybe a year ago. I can't even remember. Oh my Lord. And we, like, he wanted to FaceTime right away. And I was like, give me a little advance notice. But instead he just called FaceTime and I hung up on him. Cause I was like, I had just, I think I had just gotten out of the shower and I was like, yeah, there's no way in hell. My hair was wet. I had no makeup on. I was like, I'm not doing the FaceTime right now. So anyway, so we reconnected and he did it again to me, FaceTime. But at the time I was like, I don't care. So I, you know, I just finished working out. I look kind of messy, but I'm like, screw it. He's like, oh, you're gorgeous. And we started chatting, whatever. Then he disappeared. So I was like, forget that. Then I get a random text out of the blue. Like, hey, I really still want to meet you. And it was maybe a few months later. And it's when COVID was really kicking up. 
And I was thinking, no, I'm good right now. And I said, you know, maybe when things die down a little bit. And he said, well, this is why we haven't gotten together before. And I said, um, we didn't have a pandemic before. I'm just Hello. <laughs> but okay. And so then he says, you know, well, why don't you come over tonight? And he lives a good 45 minutes away from me. And I thought, no. And I said, well, I have plans to see my parents because I was, I was going to their house for dinner. And he's like, well, after dinner, just come over. I'm thinking, no, I won't be done until nine, 10 o'clock. That's okay. Oh, bye-bye. I was like, see ya. It's been fun. Apparently my kitty Hazel has a lot to say about this. She's been like, <laughs> Hazel. She's conversing with me. She's showing, she empathizes with what I've been going through. Yeah. She's like, girl, I know. <laughs> I get it. So the next one is give yourself some extra grace time right now. This is so true. So be easy on yourself, women, 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 and men. Well, women more so than men. Sorry. Yeah, that I agree. You know, sure. this is unknown territory for all of us. You know, it's been a hard time and that's okay. You know, you may not feel like yourself and that's completely understandable. So now you have time to kind of just hone in on yourself a little bit, maybe do things that you want to do that you haven't done before, but just give yourself a little grace time, really. I like and that. Back into it. Yeah, me too. Chillax, honey. Chill, 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 chill. Well, those were the tips if you're dating. Mm -hmm. And here we have four tips for those already in a relationship during the pandemic. And the first one here is make a plan to spend meaningful time together. So Aww. set up like date night and special things you could do at home, like make a magical dinner and candles and all that cheesy stuff. But you know what? That's just fun. Game night, yeah. sipping paint. <laughs> Stargazing. Oh, it's so cute. That's very cute. I like it. You get your little blanket and cuddle up, keep it cute. I like that. That's very sweet. Especially like when you're, if you go outside your patio or if you have a balcony or a backyard. Yeah. Just have a little picnic outside. I think that's adorable. I, I do too. That. I like it. So, number two is don't expect your partner to be your everything. Oh my goodness. I'm this bored. So, <laughs> yeah, really. read a book. <laughs> Just kidding. Go so, to your toenails. <laughs> yeah, really, go to your toenails, please. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, you know, and your significant other might be the only person you're getting within six feet of. So, you know, you might get a little on edge here and there, but you know, and they yeah. can't fulfill your every emotional need. So don't expect them to really, really, really. You can't expect someone to check every single box for you. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Well, as long as they check the right box. Yeah. Oh, well, Okay. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> I had to throw it in there. You said box. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I did. You're right. And by the way, if you do get to that point, when number three, when feathers are ruffled, listen and take breaks. Oh, there you like, go. That's oh big. My God. If you live in a studio apartment and you're on lockdown, the toilet room is still a room with a door. <laughs> go there. I don't care what it takes. But yeah, Lock, the door behind you. <laughs> Lock the door. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine if you're in a fight and you're trying to put pause on a conversation and uh, like to fold laundry or something like that, like go do it. Yeah. Go work can out. You imagine, can you imagine too, if you were like in a studio apartment? Having this fight? No, that would be awful. <laughs> oh God. It's like, where do you go? Go to that corner. I'm going to this corner. All right. Yeah. And turn Time around out. by the way. And here's your dunce yeah. yeah. Face <laughs> the wall, face the corner. Oh my God. No one puts baby in a corner. In this case, it's okay. Go Nobody in the corner. Does. And you can't exactly go to happy hour with your girls and like talk that shit out. So it's like, oh, 
what do you do? I know. Hey, that's a good idea. If, you know, if we go through this again, right, you have that weekly with your girls to just talk out all the shit that went the the week before. I love it. Right. call it shit talk. Shit talk with two fat thems. I like it. I love it. Oh my God. That's a great idea. So number four is too, in light of all this, don't ignore the elephant in the room. So if you have a problem, Obviously, there's probably going to be a massive light shined on it now because you guys are stuck in, you know, well, when you were stuck in lockdown, now it's still kind of, you know, it's, it's slowly opening up, but just tackle it head on. That's the big thing. I think this is good advice for any time though. If there's a big issue. Just tackle it head on. Talk about it. Get it out of the, get it out of the way so you can move forward. Cause I think it's unhealthy if you just, you know, just fester and just have it like eat you up inside and you can't get it out then you're going to just explode and you don't want to do that. But I love this. If you find yourself turning to unhealthy coping mechanisms or addictions, so me running for vodka is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? Just kind of. Just kind of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that's big. And not just an elephant. If it's a pink elephant, you are screwed because that's been around for a while. Like right. y- you just can't do it. So I think this is a really, I think this is a good one. Be open right. with each other. Just do it. Yeah, I agree. Honestly. I totally agree. Tell me about dating during COVID for you. Oh, God. Well, I've mentioned a couple of stories where the guy wanted me to come over at 10 and the other guy who butt dialed me. So those two are out of the way. So there's one person in my life who's come into my life that probably has had the most impact in terms of how I have felt about someone, like in terms of chemistry. And he kind of weaseled his way back in recently. And, uh, sent me some really nice, really kind of fun texts, kind of flirty texts. And I was like, huh, could this be kind of sparking up again? I don't know. So we started chatting a little bit and I just thought, oh, this is fun. And it kind of got my, like the butterflies kind of going a little bit, you know, it just was fun. And so we saw each other and our chemistry is undeniable. I mean, we definitely have this attraction to each other and it's just fun and easy. So I thought this could be fun and easy. And then he ghosted me again. And so I thought, okay, so I had misrepresentations in my head of, of what this could be. Cause at least I thought it would be a mutual beneficial kind of fun time with each other, yeah. but it's just one-sided and it's just lopsed on that side. And I realized that he has a lot going on in his life. So I'm not going to question that. And I know he's not a bad guy. I just know when it comes to me, that empathy gene is missing again. It's like where it's not really thinking about maybe what I'm thinking or going through. And it's, it's the lack of care for that, that I realize I can't do this anymore. I've removed all the dating apps. I really don't want to be out there. I'm not enjoying it right now. And I'm not really putting my best energy forward. And I know that because I'm preoccupied with other things for one. And I'm just not really ready to put my neck out there again. I feel really stifled by what's been happening in the last, even before COVID, but during COVID to deal with this crap during COVID of all things, you know, it's just not, it's not mutually, or it's not beneficial for me and I'm not getting anything out of it. So yeah, no in point. addition to the pandemic, you had a mandemic. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> I love that. All right. So tell me your stories about being in COVID with your hubby and your new house. What's been happening? Give me the scoop. Oh, well, I'll tell you, if we were still in our condo, uh-huh. um, I do believe I would be in handcuffs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or he would, because uh, yeah, sometimes I'm hard to take. No, I we moved in a week before the world shut down and we jumped into projects and just kept so busy. Now, I um, haven't been working 
although I'm still employed, but I haven't been working and, but he never really stopped. So I think because he had overnight shifts and then he had like midday shifts and all these different shifts, we were apart just enough to mm -hmm. be okay when we were back together. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to say that. that. I get that. Oh yeah. You know, there's just some things that, you know, if I wanted to be ugly that day, I was able to be ugly that day. And I, and I don't mean that in like, Oh, stop it. I mean, like, you know, I wanted to stay in my PJs and just play on the computer all day or whatever it is, or we were going to record and I didn't want to have to worry about, is he out there? And you know, it, it's, it's been, it's actually been fine for us, you know, he's, again, he's still working. So he comes home, you know, we have dinner, glass of wine, we chill, we'll, you know, Netflix it a little bit. Nothing, nothing crazy, nothing crazy. Well, good. You That's know, good so thank God. <laughs> I know, because I was, really... you know, I was curious to know, like with the transition, because you had three major things happen. Well, first off, you, you bought a house. That's, that's a huge thing, moving huge. in and doing all that stuff. But you and your husband have had kind of an interesting setup in the past because he's worked in a different city and you, you know, I mean, you were kind of keeping the home front together. And then it was almost like a weekend thing where you would just see each other on weekends. And now, so now not only did you move into a new house, but now you guys are together full time. pretty much. Yeah. Full time. And then the pandemic hit. So you had like three whammies, like at the same time. Right. So, so curious to see how that's transitioned. So it sounds like things are good though. I'll tell you what, I, I was a little scared. I, I don't want to say that in a negative way, but I, but I was, I was like, oh my goodness, like this just works for us. Cause whenever I tell people in the past, you know, my husband works in Palm Springs. He actually lives there. Um, you know, like Monday morning he leaves and Friday night he comes home and periodically he'd surprise me midweek. Um, you know, but people would be like, oh, and I'm like, what? It works for us. Like, right. You know you what know I mean? What the I think it would work for me too. Like, I think not being around someone 24 seven every day, I think I would go a little stir crazy. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah. it's a little bit of a dream scenario if you're in a fully committed relationship. So I think right. people that were like, oh, I think it was more like, um, and so who's he screwing or like, right. you know, are you dating like somebody, you know, that's yeah. how I took it. And I, well, I think it, people's mind automatically goes there. I think you're totally right. And it was, yeah. it kind of bugged because I'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like it works for us. What's the problem? It just right. does. And I'd always have to throw in the anecdote. And I, I, I shouldn't say always had to, I always felt this need to go, you know, and sometimes he pops home midweek because he misses me so much. Right. And although it's true, I, the fact that I almost felt compelled that I had to remind people that I'm yeah. in a relationship like a right. grown-up relationship <laughs> yeah right it's the c word all the way through um yeah. commitment and you know people i i was always taken a little aback but yes for me it was i was a little bit scared and i found out recently because we talked about he that he was a little bit scared too he's like you know as much as he had been saying for so long gina i i'm over this you know right let's do this let's do that uh, and we finally did, had we not, again, bought a house and had so many projects to do with it, because we bought a house that needed a lot of love and all of that stuff. And had he not kept working, I think it probably would have been a real culture shock and it could have been, you know, detrimental to the relationship. Maybe, right. maybe not. But I'm thinking because he was, because things happened the way they did, we were really fortunate. 
And the thing and, is too, with you and him too, even though he was working in Palm Springs, you guys were in communication constantly. Oh, all the time. Like, yeah. It wasn't like, you know, he was out and about and you couldn't reach him for a few days. I mean, you were right. always able to reach each other and, you know, and I'm, I, you know, I'm sure you guys chatted every night before you went to bed too, but you know, that's the thing. Like, I think people, you know, and I, like my, my sister used to joke with me, you need to marry a salesman. So he's constantly away and <laughs> see him. It's like a little honeymoon. I was like, I like that idea. <laughs> you know, and people in, in the similar situation, cause I actually met women like, the, oh yeah, you know, that's how it is for my husband and me and blah, blah, blah. Um, they got it. But yeah. yeah, if I couldn't get a hold of him and I, if that, if that was the scenario, I will cut a bitch, yeah. you yeah. know, like Palm right. Springs is not that far. I will drive over if I have to, but right. that just never really in reality entered my mind. Like, right. oh, yeah, I, I can't get a hold of him and he's, you know, screwing Barb. Well, yeah. <laughs> Barb, not Barb, anyone but Barb. <laughs> Barb, I miss Barb. Right? With her red hair. With her red fiery crotch. But anyway, <laughs> you got to listen to past episodes, people. If you yes. don't know Barb, you don't know us. Okay. Yeah, exactly right. Get She's listening. our mascot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if it were like that, I probably wouldn't have stuck with it anyway, because I don't even want to be that girl, always worrying, right. wondering, crying, and, you know, you know stressed. So I... I but it, it worked for us. But yeah, it's it's been okay. Thank God. Very long well, way great. of getting to my final answer. We're yeah. good. <laughs> it's been good. We been are good. good. Where I'm just getting used to like, you know, I'm thinking, you know, it's so funny because I tell some people this and they go, oh, that's so sad. You shouldn't feel that way. I'm like, you know, because I've been saying to myself, I'm okay if I'm going to be alone. And if alone means just not having a full-time dude, because at the end of the day, Gina, you are so not alone. You have so much family and so many friends that love you and, you know, that you're always with and hanging out and all of that stuff in a sense of, to me, when I hear somebody go, Hey, you know, if I'm alone forever, then that's how it is. And they really are like alone. <laughs> like right. those right, are the people right. I really feel sorry for. It's like, Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll come over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll bring the wine, but, but, but you, you have so many people that love you, which I think is why it doesn't bother you so much. Like at the yeah. end of the day, you're good. Our last little segment here is a question for men. And I think this is such an important question. Would you want your daughter dating a man like you? If a man could look at himself in a mirror and ask himself that question and answer it honestly, mm-hmm. I think he would have huge epiphanies. Yes. It's a great question for women too. Would you want your son dating a woman like you? When I was in high school, I dated this guy. And when he came to my house, my father refused to shake his hand. So it was a big point of contention between the two of us. He did not like that at all. My boyfriend at the time did not like it, was super annoyed and didn't really care if he saw my dad again. But interesting enough, after the Kavanaugh hearing took place, I get a text message from my boyfriend from high school saying he gets it. And I was like, what? And he said, you remember when your father didn't shake my hand and I was all pissed off? I said, oh yeah, I remember. He now has a 16-year-old daughter and he did the same thing to her boyfriend. So he really got it. I'll tell you what, if any man didn't think about who they were and how they were after that Kavanaugh hearing, if they didn't sit and, you know, hope that the answer was, thank God I was a decent kid, 
Right. Oh man, because that was brutal. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Brett Kavanaugh hearing and we won't get into it here, but it's very, very relevant. Yeah. Any guy should look at themselves in the mirror and ask right. themselves, would I want, you know, my daughter dating somebody like me? your survival tip of the week. Maggie, take it away. Well, if you've gotten past everything that we've already talked about <laughs> and you're in the mating portion of dating, <laughs> mating and reading, we're going to give you the best lubes, honey, because quite <laughs> frankly, uh, Dorothy ain't got nothing on the Tin Man. Okay. <laughs> we're just saying, like, <laughs> put that oil can oh, away. I, I just can't. Yeah. Oh my God. And so we good. have got some good ones. We actually have a whole list, but we pulled out five of the top, not by personal uh, experience, <laughs> or not for me anyway, Gina. Um, uh, I'm not, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> so number one, and not particularly in this order, you guys, but the best silicone-based lubes, the first one is Uber Lube. <laughs> so no, it's not an app for your phone and nobody's going to come by and lube you up. Like this is not Uber. This is Uber lube. Uber. So, silicone based again. And if you're looking for something long lasting and you don't have to reapply during sex, then this is definitely a good one. Don't use it on silicone toys. Yes. Check out our sex episode part two. Silicone on silicone. Not so fun. Not silicone so on you. Brilliant. <laughs> Right. And that runs about $18. I like it. This one is a little more pricey. I actually like the, the packaging it comes in because it's hilarious. But it's gun oil. And it's also a silicone, eight ounce. It's actually, it's so funny too, because it isn't a bullet shaped package. So it might be a little aggressive. Yeah, it looks like a bullet. It's hysterical. It looks like a bullet. I love it. And even the logo has like bullet, like kind of holes through it. <laughs> but it's That's great funny. for... For any human looking for a super long-lasting lube, this one is a good one. But like Uber Lube, gun oil is silicone-based. It does have vitamin E, but it also has aloe. So oh, the nice. mixture helps to minimize any unwanted friction and helps to restore tender tissues because of the vitamin E. And that will run you $32. So, so apparently they're saying the Naughty Box <laughs> is good with this lube. <laughs> What did she say? I don't even really know. <laughs> it really stays slick for a while. <laughs> so I'm also dying. Yeah, that's so funny. That is so funny. And number three has three. Um, it's the same name, but three different flavors. So it's called Slickwid. It is some <laughs> slick liquid, guys. <laughs> Apparently someone has it living full-time in their automatic lube warmer and dispenser. Oh my goodness. What? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, it is uh, incredibly slippery. And this is, they have silver, sassy, 
And then of course they have the C as in S-E-A. So it's like natural oh. C. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want anything from the C going, yeah. <laughs> coming around me. I'm just this thinking is... sand on the beach, not comfortable. I'm sorry. Right? I mean, I'm thinking sushi, yes, for obvious okay. reasons, but yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Slickwids, Slickwids will run you for a 4.2 ounce, about 22 bucks. Number four for a natural lube, Good, clean love, almost naked, personal lubricant. <laughs> and P.S., that's the name. That is the name. <laughs> it's I a mouthful it. before you get a mouthful. Exactly right. <laughs> Rude. But I'm And it's 95% organic, so you could necessarily get a mouthful. That's good. I like it. I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> Aloe vera is its number one ingredient. So, you know, so it is. Nice. It is. It is very so if you get extra work, it's healing. Exactly. <laughs> and soothing. It's good. Soothing. I am <laughs> dying. And it only runs you $11, people. Now, it's $11 now because it's on sale from $12. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so get that dollar off, people. Go. Hey, Hurry. You get know, it, get, get it. that dollar off and then get her off. I'm yeah, just can, saying. Yeah, no. And you can find it at Urban Outfitters or Amazon. Just so you know. Oh, okay. that's funny. Urban Outfitters. Yeah. I know. Go figure. Well, this one, I'm just going to say, look, don't put it around bread because it looks like a tub of butter. It's called <laughs> boy butter. It's hysterical. But about 16 ounces, that's a lot, is yeah. about 29 bucks. And it is water-based, okay? It's a water-based lube that's more like a lotion or a cream than like a gel. Oh. So that's exciting. And apparently... According to this gentleman, you'd never know that it was a water-based lube. Apparently, there's a really thick texture, hence the word butter, and yeah. it's got vitamin E for extra smoothness, a thicker formula, which is whipped with shea butter, oh, that's no pretty way. awesome, into a thick, creamy goodness, making it stay in place. <laughs> That's necessary. <laughs> and, and <laughs> right. And apparently it doesn't feel sticky. And after you use it, you can just rub it into your skin as a moisturizer. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> what? <laughs> what? Hey, who? <laughs> oh, yeah. your skin is so soft. Yeah. I use boy yeah. butter. <laughs> I, God, <laughs> I am dying. Oh, and last but not least, we have one more. So we have a sixth one for you. If you want to find something in your local market, and maybe not, you know, if you're not comfortable buying a lube over the counter, hey, coconut oil works just fine. Just make sure so, it's extra virgin, not her. <laughs> yeah, and unrefined. That's okay if she's unrefined. Too, right? Oh, yeah, well, that's even better, honey. Yeah, but just be, just be safe. <laughs> and you'll save a few bucks. Right. Ah, yeah, yeah, you know. And if you aren't allergic, make sure you're not allergic to it. That's the first thing, you know. Oh, you know, you oh know, wow. That would, that would suck. Oh, that would wow. Suck. Yeah. yeah. And you can use it with your toys. That's the thing. Your toys are with a condom if you choose. So there you go. There you go. Find all our episodes at twofabfems.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So stay tuned and stay fierce. I was like, see ya. It's been fun. Good luck with you out there. He wanted to have social distancing sex. Yes, exactly. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I know. Ah, huh? <laughs> oh, ah, we've covered this. I'm just six foot pole, like we talked about. It's not hot. It's not, it's not, hot. not hot. Not hot. <laughs>